chapter 21. And our text for this morning is the verse 15. So when they had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my lambs. Peter, the disciples that were with them that night, had gone fishing. Peter, believing that his service for the Lord was over, after denying the Lord three times, and I'm sure Peter felt, why would the Lord want me? After all I had done and all I had said. And so he went back to the fishing. That night, they caught nothing. In the morning, they saw a stranger on the shore that is of the sea of Tiberias they saw a stranger on the shore who told them cast the net on the right side of the ship and ye shall find this they did and they certainly did find verse 11 Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land full of great fishes and hundred and fifty and three and for all there were so many yet was not the net broken it was then that they recognized the identity of the stranger it was of course the Lord Jesus Christ the Lord was the one who was speaking to them now you have the dawn it was the dawn, it was the beginning of a new day they laboured all night, caught nothing now the morning has come it was the dawn of a new day and it certainly was for Peter and the other six disciples that were with him it was the dawn of a new day when all things are passed away Behold, all things become new. The denials by Peter, the desertions by all the disciples, would be a thing of the past. Fellowship and service with the Savior would now be restored that morning. You see, there's always the possibility of a new dawn for the backslider. For the person who's first of all followed the Lord afar off and then went back to the Lord ways. There's always that possibility of restoration. 
there's always that possibility that the Lord would say to that backslider come and die come and die as well as it being a dawn a dawn of a new day we have also the dining did Peter ever imagine keeping in mind how Peter denied the Lord three times and the third time with oaths and cursing denying that he ever knew Christ when the Lord looked at him when the cock crew you remember the Lord turned and looked at Peter and Peter went out and wept bitterly as we said before Peter's weeping was not a silent sobbing you have the thought of Peter going down the street crying aloud like a child the Lord looked at him and what conviction came to the heart of Peter because Peter knew the Lord would look right into that heart and yet here it is after all that Peter had done and after all he had said about the Savior here the Lord says to Peter come and die no he didn't reject him he didn't drive him away he said come and die you see that's who our Savior is full of grace love and compassion just as David the psalmist said Psalm 103 verses 8 to 10 listen to these words the Lord is merciful and gracious slow to anger plenteous in mercy he will not always chide neither will he keep his anger forever he hath not dealt with us after our sins nor awarded us according to our iniquities that's the saviour who met with Peter that morning by the sea of Tiberias and said to Peter and the others come and die after they had died <coughs> the Lord then turned to Peter and spoke to him here we have first of all the challenge the Lord challenged Peter verse 15 our text and when they had died <coughs> Jesus said to Simon Peter 
Pardon me. Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? That morning, by the Sea of Tiberias, as I said, was a new dawn, a new chapter in Peter's life. He had been called three and a half years before. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. I'll make you a soul winner. But Peter had gone away from the Lord, followed the Lord afar off, and denied and deserted him. Now he's going to call him again. We will see. He would call him again to be a fisher of men. But before that would take place, the Lord wanted to know that Simon Peter loved him. And so he challenged them. Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? Here you have, first of all, the examination. <coughs> yes. <coughs> Excuse me. It must have been a new chapter in Peter's life. But because of the grace and mercy of the Lord, Peter would be involved in service again. In spite of what he had done, what he had said. But before that took place, the Lord had a question. Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? You know, I find that very interesting. That the Lord asked him this question and didn't ask him any other questions. Simply, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me. But then, no other question needed to be asked. No other question needed to be asked. For if he was to serve the Lord again, he needed to be a man who loved the Lord. You can't serve the Lord unless you love Him. That's why you serve Him. Because you love Him. You think of the Reverend Cascadden. There. A week or so ago. Took his wife. And family. Three wee children. Uganda to serve the Lord why would someone do that leave family friends behind and I'm sure it was heartbreaking for those grandparents to say farewell to the three children but he went at the call of God and he was willing to go. Why? Because he loved the Lord. 
they love the Lord. Whatever the Lord called upon them to do, he and the Swami were prepared to do that. And so really, if Peter was to serve the Lord again and be a fisher of men, he had to love the Lord. He can't love, he can't serve the Lord without loving the Lord. It's the love and the love for Christ that will drive you on that will make you want to serve God. Friend, do you love the Lord today? Do you love the Lord? Remember what the Lord said? The Lord Jesus said this, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind and with all thy strength heart soul mind strength that's what the Lord expects from us Mark 12 verse 30 and in light of that those words of Christ can we ask ourselves when we ask ourselves this morning how great, how strong is my love for Christ do we love him with all of our heart with all of our mind with all of our soul with all of our strength by Jesus I love thee I know thou art mine. For thee all the pleasures of sin I resign. Thy gracious Redeemer, thy Saviour art thou. If ever I love thee, thy Jesus is not. When was the last time you told the Lord you loved him? Well, Peter just did it here. as well as the examination you have the expression the Lord wanted to hear Peter express his love for his master we see that the Lord asked him three times three times Simon son of Jonas lovest thou me no doubt this would have brought back <coughs> better memories for Peter because he, he denied the Lord three times and here the Lord is asking him three times Simon son of Jonas lovest thou me the Lord would have heard Peter express his feelings toward Christ that night that he denied the Lord the Lord knew what Peter said 
the Lord was aware of what Peter said and what did he say I know not the man I does that Peter saying that the Lord Jesus Christ I know not the man and as I said the third time he denied the Lord he denied him with oaths and curses now three times the Lord wanted to hear Peter express his love for the Savior evidently the Lord wanted to hear Peter express his love from the same lips that had denied the Lord the lips that had cried out I know not the man the terrible thing to say about the Lord Jesus I know not the man as if he's a nobody let us be sure each and every day to tell the Lord Jesus that we love him that we love him he has told us hasn't he he has shown his love for us when he went to the cross was nailed to that tree his back had been opened in the rivers of blood blood poured down from his bride from that cruel crown of thorns blood flowed from his hands and from his feet and would soon flow from his side the Lord has told us that he loves us no greater love has any man than this that a man lay down his life for his friends the point is when Christ laid down his life for us we weren't his friends we were his enemies guilty hell deserving sinners we need never doubt the Lord loves us if you do look to the cross and see the Saviour there as well as the examination and the expression we have also the extent of his love and the first question here in verse 15 the Lord said Simon son of Jonas lovest thou me more than these not under interesting that the Lord put that question in that way lovest thou me more than these referring to the other disciples
The Lord no doubt was making reference. So that night that Peter denied him, remember what Peter said, although all shall be offended, yet will not I. Really he was insulting his fellow disciples. Though all should be offended. He's referring to his fellow disciples. If any, if, even though all these men, these disciples, would be offended at you, Lord, yet not I. No, not I. Talk about pride. Self-centeredness. Talk about boasting. Now when the Lord said, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He wanted to hear Peter. Was he going to make the same boastful claim? Was he going to say, Yea, Lord, I love thee more than these? No, he didn't say it this time. Instead, he said, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Thou knowest. He didn't say that before. He said, Even though all be offended, <coughs> yet not I. But on this occasion, Peter said, <coughs> Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. In other words, Peter knew what his heart was. Peter knew he would be telling the truth if he just said, said, Yea, Lord, thy knowest that I love thy knowest. He forgot all about that, the Lord knowing. When he denied the Lord and told the Lord, Though all men deny thee, I'll go to prison for thee, I'll even die. The Lord knew that wasn't true. But the Lord now knows. And Peter is, is aware of it. <coughs> yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Because the Lord knew his heart, there was no room for pride now. There was no boasting now. Peter knew the Lord knew his heart James tells us in chapter 4 of his epistle verse 6 God resisteth the pride but giveth grace unto the humble God resisteth the pride but giveth grace to the humble 
and that's what Peter would need when he'd be restored to service he would need much grace to serve the Lord so we have considered the challenge Lord challenged them Simon son of Jonas lovest thou me that brings us now to the confession that was Peter's time to answer the Savior's questions I want you to notice something here very important Simon son of Jonas lovest thou me more than these note how Peter responded Lord thou knowest that I love thee Lord asked him that three times notice how Peter responded Lord thou knowest that I love thee Lord thou knowest that I love thee notice he called him Lord What did he say when he was denying Christ? He said, I know not the man, the man. But now he calls him Lord. Listen, when you call the Lord Jesus Christ Lord, you call him by his name. For that's who he is. He's Lord. He's Lord of all. Sadly today, in modernistic apostate places of worship, they don't seem to know that Christ is Lord. We're speaking to the Savior. We ought to call him Lord. not by his first name you can go through the gospels and you'll find the disciples <coughs> never addressed him as Jesus they always referred to him as the Lord Jesus or Master And yet, so many people today, when they're addressing the Savior, they call him by his first name. No, Peter didn't. Lord, thy knows. When we speak to the Lord Jesus Christ, that's how we should address him. Lord! That's who he is. Listen. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, a great God, a mighty and a terrible, which regardeth not persons nor taketh reward. The Lord 
as God of gods, Lord of lords, a great God and mighty and terrible. That's who he is. And that's why we ought to address the Savior as Lord. I find it very sad. Some people, when they talk about the Lord Jesus, they refer to him in a way as if they're talking about the neighbor next door or somebody down the street. No. Always refer to Christ as Lord. He's the Lord Jesus Christ. As well as the address, how he addressed the Lord. <coughs> we have his acknowledgement. You recall what Peter had previously told the Lord? He said, Lord, I am ready to go with they both in the prison and to death. The Lord responded by revealing to Peter, No, no, Peter, you're not doing that. This night, before the cock crow, you will deny me three times. Not interesting. How did the Lord know that Peter would deny him three times? The Lord knew what Peter would do before it happened. The Lord knew what Peter would do. Why? Because he's God. That's who he is. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows all things. And whenever Peter responded to the Lord's challenge, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter replied, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Thou knowest that I love thee. This was not an empty self-centered boast this time. He was careful to say, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He acknowledged that the Lord would know. He acknowledged that the Lord would know if he was lying or telling the truth. Because he said, Yea, Lord, thou knowest. That's who the Lord is. So if you and I tell the Lord that we love him, the Lord knows if we're telling the truth or not. Yea, Lord, thou knowest. Yeah, if we tell the Lord that we love him, the Lord knows if it's coming from a sincere heart or we're just paying the Lord lip service oh I trust not 
because the Lord knows. The Lord knows what we say. If it's true or false. As the Apostle John said, 1 John 3 and 20, For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. So we say that, tell the Lord that we love him. The Lord knows. The Lord knows. If we're telling the truth, if we genuinely love him, How we can say to others, I love the Lord. But others don't know whether those words come from a sincere heart. They just hear the words. But Christ knows. He knows the heart. The seen his address call the Lord as acknowledgement the Lord knew and then you have his answers as Peter had denied his Lord three times so the Lord challenged him three times regarding his love for his master I hear something But the Lord asked him the third time. Look at verse 17. He said unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? And look at these words. Peter was grieved because he said unto him, third time lovest thou me you know that's hard to take in the Lord asked him three times and the third time Peter was grieved. Peter was grieved. Why would anyone be grieved? And when asked, do you love the Lord? Why would that grieve anyone? Well, it grieved Peter that morning. It was grieved because it had been asked a third time. You know, surely of the Lord that we were asked as believers, do you love the Lord? We'd be happy to say, yeah, I love the Lord. We'd be happy to say it 300 times and it wouldn't grieve us. Why would we be grieved 
saying we love the Lord here's something that word grieved Peter was grieved that word grieved means to cause pain or to cause sorrow you ever hear the thing of that from a disciple of the Lord Simon son of Jonas lovest thou me and Peter being grieved he was pained because of sorrow because he was asked just three times lovest thou me you know to tell the Lord that we love him should fill us with delight no matter how many times we would be asked do you love your Lord do you love your Savior yes with the hobby to say it hundreds of times yes I love him because he first loved me and gave himself for me Lord Jesus I love you and yet Peter was grieved felt sorrow and pain because the Lord asked him just three times love us me We've seen the challenge, the confession, I finally leave the commission. After Peter declared his love for his Lord, Peter received the commission from his Lord. The Lord said, feed my lambs, then feed my sheep, then feed my sheep there you have his labors his labors he was to feed the lambs feed the sheep that's of course referring to individuals you think of lambs and you think of sheep when you think of a family and Peter the Lord wanted him to feed the flock sometimes read Ezekiel 34 you can read that and how the Lord spoke about the false prophets spoke about those who were not interested in feeding the flock but feeding themselves but here the Lord tells Peter this is what I want you to do I want you to feed the sheep and I want you to feed the lambs feed them Lord of course was referring to Peter's ministry 
preach the word and in preaching the word you're feeding the flock when the minister preaches the word you're feeding the congregation we need to be fed people attend their place of worship to be fed no the Lord didn't tell Peter entertain the lambs entertain the sheep no feed the lambs feed the sheep that's what needs to be done keep feeding the sheep how do you feed them preach the word this is the bread of life this is food for the soul is the word of God so you have his labors and then we notice the language go down to verse 19 this speck he signified by what death he should glorify God and when he had spoken this he said unto him follow me Peter had heard that before Matthew 4 verse 19 follow me and I will make you pictures of men and here Peter has been restored he had been given a second chance follow me it's not good that we have such a saviour as the Lord Jesus he's ready and willing by mercy and grace to give a backslider a second chance to give Peter a second chance Peter had heard those words three and a half years before by the Sea of Galilee follow me and I will make you fishers of men as we pointed out the other week Tiberias and Galilee is the same sea Galilee means a circle and there Peter and the other disciples their life had gone in a complete circle they were back at Galilee and here they are back and they receive that call again that they had received three or more years before follow me and Peter has been restored to service we have a wonderful saviour let's be sure and tell them that we know May the Lord bless his word to our hearts. Let's bow in prayer. Lord, dear Lord, we 
Thank thee for the mercy and love and grace of our Saviour. Willing and ready to restore Eric Peter. Bring him back to the place of service. Ready to forgive. And again to use him as a fisher of men. Lord, write thy word upon our hearts today. Be with us, Lord, as we part the one from the other. Lord, return us to thy house this evening to worship thee, to sing thy praises. That be the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be our abiding portion now and forevermore. Amen. <coughs>